You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Cult Movie Cantina. Thank you for that hymn. Oh, was that being hymn. recorded? Um, You're welcome. This is what we're going to uh, lovingly call Take Two. Yeah. Um, there was a snafu. We'll go with that. There was a snafu for the first one. So that's we, a fun word. Yeah, that's a sna- yeah, it was a great word, snafu. Snafu. Um, I am your host, your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by... Justina. Who knows no movies. <sighs> I was really hoping with take two, that would be uh, cut out. <laughs> no, it's so good. It's she who knows no movies, right? She who knows no movies. We finally yeah, have a name for Christina. I guess. Um, our third uh, and lovely cultist is actually across the planet at the moment in Japan. Did she finally make it or is she still laid over? What's happening? Uh, I think she's in Okinawa now. I hope she is. I have not heard. Um the last I had heard, and that was this afternoon, our time, she was in um, Tokyo. She was laid over, and so they gave her a hotel room. With another traveler, which right. is interesting. Which Adventure is, time. Which usually happens. Um, so this is the podcast that takes a look at our favorite cult films, introduces them to someone who hasn't seen them, pairs them with a great alcohol beverage, and then we talk about it. This week is a cult meeting where we recap the last episode and talk about other stuff. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. The meetings are the best, guys. <laughs> I like I like both both film heads. Um So, like I said, this is our second take of this. We had a a, a big snafu with the first one, so that's why Stephanie was not with us. She'll she'll pop in in a couple points where we can edit her in. We got you, boo. We got you. We'll we'll try our best. Um, the first thing I want to do is just kind of recap some stuff from the Monster Squad. Um, I learned this from our friend Marshall O'Hearn, who played our Monster Squad game to try to win the Silver Bullet. Mm-hmm. And he did not realize it was the movie because he played the game before he listened to the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he saw the post, played the game, and he, so he, so. He pointed out that after he listened to the podcast that he realized that he was thinking of this old TV show. Right. Called The Monster Squad. Now, I'm pretty good at pop culture stuff. I'd never heard of it. So obviously we had to do some research. So I had to do some research. And so uh, I posted the link to the the TV intro uh, on our Facebook page. But um, so it, it does exist. It was a uh, show that lasted 13 episodes, so that's why we didn't hear about it. <laughs> uh, it's one that has like half a season. It's very 60s Batman-like. Did you ever see the 60s Batman? Mm, I've I've seen it like on TV in passing enough that I know what you're talking right. about, but no. If you ever get a chance, just sit down and watch just one episode or, okay. or, or two. Okay. I wouldn't do much more than that. And the reason why I say two, because... When they aired them back in the '60s, they would air them like on one episode would come on like on a Tuesday, and then they would do an, like a follow up on a Thursday. So okay. They're, so they're all two part episodes. Are they like 
uh, so the cartoons nowadays have like 15 minute episodes right. for the kids. Right. Spliced with other fifteen-minute shows, mm-hmm. is it like that, or no. is it like a full thirty-minute? Full thirty-minute. Well, you know, well, I mean, you know, yeah, thirty, yeah, yeah, so like full, twenty-two, twenty-three yeah. minutes. So, so it's a full half-hour show with um, that. So, and it's super formal, formulaic. So, literally, this is what happens. There's a crime committed by one of Batman's famous rogues in Gotham City. So, Joker, okay. Penguin, Catwoman. Let's do Poison uh, Ivy. She's not in it. Okay, well, we're definitely going to use her now because... <laughs> so, there's no Poison Ivy. There's, there's a Two-Face. Oh, they had other... But ones. I threw down a villain. Right. Look at that. Look you did. At, I'm, I did. I did. I'm proud, yeah. proud of you. Lego games. <laughs> Lego games right there. I literally thought of the Lego game so for villains. The the villain would call some havoc. Commissioner Gordon would call Batman on the bat phone. The bat phone would go to Bruce Wayne. Him and Robin would change clothes, go fight the bad the bad guy. The bad guy would immediately beat them, tie them up in some kind of crazy trap, and then you would have to find to the next episode how they got out. The next episode, they got out, <laughs> and then they would fight and defeat the villain. So it's always like, are they gonna get out? <laughs> Tune in in two days yeah. to find out. No, literally, it's like same bat time, same bat channel. Huh. Find out if the Boy Wonder and Batman will get out of. Poison Ivy's death, and lines. all the kids everywhere were so anxious, and they're like, "Whoa, it did ran, it again! It did it again!" For, it ran for like five seasons. It was a very, very popular show in its day. All right. So, but so, um, the show was also it was created by one of the guys who wrote on um, the Batman. So, why it's very sixties Batman like. Stars Fred Gandy, who also was a congressman from Indiana, I believe. <laughs> Uh, he was Gopher from uh, The Love Boat, which I know you don't know about. I don't. You, you ever heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of it, but so, I haven't seen it. So The Love Boat was another TV show in the mid to late 70s. I think it went into the 80s. Um, and it was just cele- sometimes celebrities, sometimes just uh, just guests going to find romance on a cruise ship. That was it? And that's and so and, ah, and it's that's about the the crew that helps them find romance. So the story centers around the crew. Yeah, the crew. And, and then, then the, the other people come they in. Have, and yeah, they've got storylines that are to be like, um, Farrah Fawcett would show up and she needs to fall in love with Steve Martin or whatever. And so, you know, whoever the yeah. celebrity of the day at the time. And so they would they would do something and, oh, well, they'll have a romantic dinner. and then Or the couple that's fighting and they have to get back together. That kind, right. of, that kind of stuff. They would do that those things. And so uh, he played Gopher on the show. Who I believe was a ship steward, and his main job was to get people what they needed. So we'll go for go for so right, right. So. Makes sense. Um, so Fred, uh, uh, Fred Gandy played this dude named Walt on the Monster Squad, who was trying to pay his way through crime college by working in a wax museum. <laughs> that's that's magical. <laughs> that's a that's a great premise, right? And just hearing that part, it sounds like. He does voodoo magic to bring them alive, and then they just terrorize everybody. But that's not the case. So I don't know how they come alive, but Dracula, the Wolfman, magic, and, and Frankenstein. But I think it's more science than magic. Science. I mean, science is magical. Yes, like Thor said. <laughs> like Thor said. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but Dracula, Wolfman, and Frankenstein feel so bad for being evil monsters that they want to fight crime to atone for their sins. You know Frankenstein started that, right? Probably Frankie. So. He was like, guys. So uh, they What do you say, bogus a lot? Bogus. <laughs> bogus. <laughs> bogus. 
Um, so, uh, I like how they named Frankenstein. Frank in uh, the, the letter mm-hmm. in initial Stein. And then um, oh, the werewolf was Bruce W. Wolf. The W Bruce stood w. for where. Uh, <laughs> that's smooth. That was well done. That's some great writing right yeah. there. Um, they fought people like the Queen Bee, the Astrologer, and the Ultra Witch, who played, was played by Julie Newmar, who was one of the three cat women on Batman. I bet the Queen Bee was the hardest. <laughs> she might have been. Because she's a Queen Bee. She is. Ah, oh, I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. Mm-hmm. Aboard Queen mm-hmm. Bee. How about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder the last time she had sex. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Eight years, five, <laughs> whatever it was. <laughs> Um, 16 seconds. So, um, we had a contest for a silver bullet and some other cool stuff, um, that I'm going to send out. And, uh, we asked the question, you know, if, if there was another monster squad movie, which monsters would you put into it? And, um, Stephanie has her choices. And so I'll, I'll let her say hers. See, I went for things that, that were more like, I don't know. That would be hardcore. Like a monster squad that could actually do some damage. You know? Yeah. No, mine was like if I could pick my own monsters to wreak havoc on people. That I... No, no, because I also have a Dracula. But I would be like, you know, I want these people taken out. You guys go do it. And my monsters would be Freddy Krueger. Um, the Predator, uh, Demi Gorgon from Stranger Things, absolutely has to be that, and I only need four because this would be perfect, and the leader, because he's a whole lot of trouble, would be Lestat. I gotta have a vampire, but I had to find a vampire that doesn't mind doing bad things, and, you know, could, you know, pretty be Really powerful. Which are all interesting. Mm-hmm. And she, she put in... Um, Predator was one of hers. And Predator is very popular among the, the fans. Yeah, they, they, I noticed that. Predator and who, so I thought that was kind of cool. Who would you pick? Okay, so I themed mine. Um, that is not something our fans did. It just... It seems like everybody just picked monsters like from collections. Uh, I can't do that, so I went with Harry Potter. Because Harry. Okay. Harry, everything like, like, ties like, to Harry like, Potter. Like, like fur? Or? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, some of them. Yeah, some of them are furry. You said Harry. So okay, so to replace Dracula, I've got a goblin from Harry Potter. Because they run Gringotts. So, so, so the goblins are like the bankers, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're cutting... Okay. They don't put up with any bull. Right. And I feel like they'd be great ringleaders. You think okay. So? I think so, yeah. And then to replace Fish Guy, you know, that, that dude that... The creature? Right, that guy, uh, was Acromantula, I believe I'm saying that correctly. So what is the Acromantula? That's the big spider species. Okay. The Hagrid's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pet spider. Yeah. They're, uh, or... or, or sp- it's Aragog. I think that was his name. Was it, or... Was this was it was Haggard the pet spider? <laughs> oh, the spider's pet. <laughs> the spider's pet, yeah. Yeah, he definitely Aragog definitely saw it that way. <laughs> yeah. And so then my uh, cat, my cat's like, "This is my human." <laughs> it's like, "Oh, this is my pet." And the cat's like, "Oh, pretty peasant." <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Uh, so to replace the mummy, I've got the pixie because all they are is pretty much troublemakers. Yeah. That's they're just troublemakers. Uh, Wolfman is replaced by a Bogart because they shapeshift. Okay. They cha- yeah. And then Frankenstein is replaced by a house elf because they're sweet and they become good friends like Dobby. So I have a question. Yeah, I got some answers do, possibly. Do you do you think you could add a room to like squeeze in a dementor? I thought a lot about the Dementor. I really did. Because they are creepy. They're creepy, but I, I didn't see them replacing any of the other. Like, right. I specifically replaced monsters. I did too. I did too. Almost. So I just, I mean, I almost thought about making them the ringleader. Almost. Because they're dark and creepy enough. But at the same time, they don't really, they just kind of suck everybody's souls. Right. They don't, they can't solve like plans. They can't. Yeah. So, no. No, they don't get to be in this. They're just soul suckers. So, for me. Yep. I went with, uh, for my leader, for my replacing Dracula, Hannibal Lecter. He's a very uh, clever person. And a very conniving and sociopathic sort of way. He would be a pretty awesome leader. He would be. He Um, doesn't even need the use of his arms, either. Right. He just... Yep, just on a dolly, tied up. Um, To replace... Um, the mummy for me, I put Candyman. Okay. You ever seen the Candyman? Do you know the Candyman? I know the Candyman. I want to say that I have. Okay. Because Josh. Right. And horror movies. But I don't honestly remember. The first one's really good. The second one's kind of off the rails and the third one doesn't really count. But if I've seen them, it's only the first one. Right. The first yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's scary. I mean, it's. Right. I mean, for me, I mean, when I, even when I saw it the first time, it's scary. It's creepy. It's. And Tony Todd, who's in it, is amazing. So. Um, then um, I did Bub the Zombie from um, Day of the Dead. Okay. Which um, I know you've not seen. I haven't. Yeah, and you've not seen any of the, those zombies, right? You haven't seen those kind of zombie movies, right? Mm-mm. So um, the original Night of the Living Dead, you have dead people walking around, and they're, 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 they call them cannibalistic, but I think just because they were once people. I don't think I mean, cannibals eat themselves. Like human beings would eat another human being, right? Right. Zombies don't eat zombies, so it's, but you know, it's a mi- weird misnomer. But um, so many fun words on this show <laughs> this time. So um, as the movies progress, the zombies get a little smarter. And the second one, Dawn, they all kind of gather at this mall and hang out at this mall. It's always zombies and malls. Well, it was a, it was a. Um, well, this was the first movie that did that. So this was seventy eight. And um, malls were a new thing. And it was a... Uh, Romero's very political. I mean, the first Night of the Living Dead is really about racism. And the war in Vietnam and some other crazy stuff. He really? Right. There's, it's those allegories he's, he's trying to put together. And then Dawn is his kind of look at capitalism. And how we become consumers in this consumer society. So Zimbinely walking in the mall like a zombie. Oh, well done. And so then he makes Day, and Day is about, um, it's been years since the zombie apocalypse. and Isn't that the one where the guy wakes up in the hospital and everybody's gone? No, that is 28 Days Later. Oh, okay. Uh, Boyle, which is good. Whew. Also zombies. <laughs> I, there, there's an argument if they're zombies or not, and I, I, I believe they're zombies. Proud of that. I'm, I'm also disappointed in that. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. Um, day happens where... There's scientists in a military complex underground, and there's a fight between the the military who 
there are a bunch of like National Guard grunts that have been, you know, kind of half crazed because this is not what they signed up for kind of thing. Plus you got scientists who are really trying to figure out a cure and what's going on. And um, among them is they have a zombie. They've kind of chained up and the scientists have kind of trained and taught things. And that's Bub. And he's very sweet, kind of. Bub. For a... For a zombie. For a zombie. For a zombie. And so that's my Frankenstein. I think he would... Yeah. He would eat the children, but not like immediately. <laughs> and I'm, I feel like, based on your description, he would be nice about it. I think he would be. He would be. Oh, yeah, like, he would feel bad. Sh- there, there. A small well, thing. Well, when his trainer is killed, he feels sadness. And then he eats his body? He does not. Oh, look does at that. Not. Well done, bub. Um, and then, and then um, for to replace... To, the police to replace the creature. I went with Jason Voorhees. The creature. That's fish guy. Okay. Yeah, fish guy. <laughs> well, it's the creature from the Black Lagoon. And yeah. so because um, Monster Squad is not a universal movie. Right. They used like Walmart generic versions of everybody. They did. They <laughs> did. Good value. Good. He's the good yeah. value creature. <laughs> um. So Jason Voorhees, who you know, Jason from Friday Thirteenth. Right. He has a long history of water. And he's super strong. And he's and, super strong. And kind of dumb. So it kind of makes sense to <laughs> Kind of dumb. And for my Poor wolf, guy. And for my uh, wolfman, I went with a fly. Because I'm just terrified and horrified by it. And it, it's a body horror thing. And I thought it fit. Um, Plus, yeah. you know, he's he can stick to walls and vomit acid on people. Oh, that sounds pleasant. Oh, God. So I know you've not seen the fly. I have not. And so, and sorry, folks, I'm not doing that on the show. <laughs> let me describe this. You guys scene can to go you. watch it by yourself. Let me describe this thing to you. So it stars um, Gina Davis and um, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum's the fly in this. I know him. Right, I know him. Yeah. Know him. So Jeff okay. Uh, Gina Davis actually married Jeff Goldblum during during this movie. Or right after they met, kind of on this movie. So this movie that's horrifying to you that you refuse to do on the show brought love to them. Right, right. Are they still together? No. Okay, well that's why. Right. Be like guys. So the movie's real quick nutshell. The movie's about um, a scientist who invents a teleportation device, and um, it's it's experimental. And during one of his experiments, he gets drunk and jealous at his that Gina Davis's character. And uh, he he goes and he teleports himself from one one port pod to the other, and then there's a fly that gets trapped in there, and the computer just like bonds them together, at a okay, gen- at a genetic later, level. And so, as the movie goes on, he becomes more and more fly like. He's becomes, it's horrifying. Is it a horror movie oh, yeah, or a, is it just horrifying? To no, think it's about. a horror movie. It's a it's, okay. It's a straight. It's a. I mean, it's 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 a body horror film. So it's like you watch this guy turn into something. And then at the end, it's a monster movie. But it's not cool like Spider-Man. No, no, no. It's gross and morbid like Human Centipede. Right. So halfway through the film, Gina Davis had had not seen him for a while. And so she finally comes back and his house is all trashed. And he comes up and he's all like oily and he he can't walk without like two canes. And he sits down and... He's talking to her, and the first thing he does is reaches over for a donut and vomits on the donut. Like with his acid? Right. The, re- the reason why, because st- flies have no stomach acid, and that's how flies eat. They th- they vomit this thing called vomit drop on whatever they eat, and they suck it up. And so that's what he was doing, right? So it's like horror. It's, oh, okay. And so, so first of all, she comes in there, and she first of all didn't run when she saw him. Had this conversation. He vomit drops on the donut. She doesn't leave. And then he he his ear falls off. 
just pops off the side of his head, and she hugs him. I'm out. I'm done. I'm. Like, did did she look concerned? Yeah, she was like she. I mean, she was really, really. Oh, it was oh, and her, his ear pops off, and she's all like, "Oh, Holmes, we're gonna make this." No, no, I'm, I'm out. No, I gotta go. Right. We're not married. I have an appointment. Right. Oh. I don't know you. I'm out. So yeah, the, oh, it's it's rough. Yeah, I won't be watching that. It's rough. I won't be watching that. And so, um, but but I thought it would be a good good fit for to replace the werewolf. Well done. Thank you. Nice Thank group of people. I, you know, I thought so too. I thought yours was really good too. Thank you. So, well, I'm I'm Stephanie big into themes. A, Stephanie did a really good job as well. Yeah, she did. All right, so we had some um, some really interesting answers for, for this. Let's uh, hear them. All right, so our 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 friend Drew. Hi, Drew. Hey, Drew. Thanks for helping with the name choice. Yeah. <laughs> what was the hashtag? Since he doesn't know, doesn't know movies. Yeah. Uh, he wanted the main spider from Arachnophobia, the squeal like a pig guy from Deliverance, Large Mars from uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, uh, one alien from Communion, and Mike Myers from SNL. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah. You ever baby. seen Arachnophobia? I have not. It's a spider movie. It's really good. They're making a remake. Ever seen Deliverance? Mm-mm. You ever heard of it? Yes. All right. So Deliverance is about um, guys going on one last adventure because um, the state of Georgia is going to dam this river, and so this, they're going to go to this river, and they get basically uh, assaulted by rednecks. Oh. <laughs> and uh, uh, one of the guys gets raped by uh, okay. a redneck, and that's not a sweet. And then he, while he's raping him, he tells tells the guy squeal, squeal like a pig, squeal like a pig. Oh my gosh. Uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I've yeah, I have seen that for so, the kids right, actually. But Large Marge is right. Yeah, so cool. I recognize that one. Uh, cool. Uh, uh, Communion is a weird alien abduction movie when alien abductions was big in the eighties. It's based on a book, and then of course we know Mike Myers. Um, our friend Spencer uh, um, picked Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, the Queen Alien, a Predator, and Donald Trump. Way to be political. Way to be political. Um, I would like to know who Donald Trump is replacing, but we'll just... <laughs> Definitely not Dracula. Nope. <laughs> uh, Brittany Roybal uh, wanted a, a, a Gorgon, you know, Medusa. Because, you know, she said you needed a female, and I agree. And then putting girls on mine. It's terrible. But she could also turn people into, like, stone. I mean, mine could be a girl. I just picked the type of monster. Right, you, you, yours could. Um, could be a whole she, she band a wolf of man, a Dracula, females. a Frankenstein, and, a, and the Invisible Man because he could be invisible. That's cool. Uh, Jason Hart, uh, John, oh, sorry, uh, John David Harsey said he, uh, he wanted Rasputin from Russia, Vlad Dracula, the Thing, the Wolfman, and of course Pinhead from Hellraiser. He's a big Cenobite fan, so that's is, cool. okay. The Thing is. No, no, no. I'm thinking of something else. What are no. you thinking of? Like, I was thinking of Cousin It. I don't know why I went there. But right, he said so, the thing, and I was like, it, with all, right, all the, so, the fur and the right, hair. So, and the... Uh, Cousin It is from the Adams Family. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Um, thing is from the Adams Family. The Thing is not. It's Thing the Hand? Thing is the Hand. Oh, my gosh. Look at you knowing stuff. Me. I'm so proud of you. Haven't seen that show. I just know that. So you never seen the movies either? Mm-mm. The first one's good. Okay. It's the first one's really cute. I really like the first one. Um, that maybe we may do that around Halloween. Who knows? It's That'd good, be fun. It's a fun movie. It's I think you like it. But our winner 
is Jason Vaughn. Congratulations. Congratulations. Random chosen by a random system that the prize pixie come up with. He chose this. He chose a tear dog from Ghostbusters. Yeah, 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 yep. I'm seeing if you knew who I'm Yeah, I'm I had pa- to think about it for I'm a second. I'm pausing. Yes. Uh, I'm, I've never seen this, so I, I don't expect you to know this one. Quizzicoddle from Q, the winged serpent. I don't know any of the words I you have, just said. You uh, said so much so fast, I was trying to sorry. focus. Quizzicoddle. Okay, okay, so that was a word you said. Yeah, Quizzicoddle. Okay. <laughs> uh, from Q, the winged serpent. Um, it's an early 80s movie. I think it's Roger Corman. Um, about a winged serpent that attacks New York City. Oh, wow. Right. I have never been able to find a trailer for it. I've just seen like scenes that doesn't show the dragon or serpent. Interesting. Or so, so that's why I've never watched it. Uh, he wanted Stripe from Gremlins. Okay. You've seen Gremlins? I have not. Oh, we got to fix that one. That's a good one. Uh, also, he's a fan of the Predator. And his main evil is Darkness from Legend. It was okay. Tim, Tim Curry. He had honorable mentions for Ghoulies and Troll. <laughs> Troll's funny. Congratulations. Thank you, Jason. Gonna for that. get you a silver else. bullet. You can see the rest of these on our website, so enjoy those. Um, we'll do another contest um, soon. Um, it's maybe been real. Yeah, contests are fun, right? Contests are fun. I, I just like it when our guests, when well, our guests, but our our audience kind of participates. Our followers. Our followers just kind of play around. It's fun. Cultists. I, you know, cultists. I love it when our cultists play around with us. I think it's fun, and they should do it more often. Don't you agree? Oh, 100% yes. I love games, though. I think on that note, we'll leave Monster Squad behind. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. move on. There we go. <laughs> so last week, last week's episode, um, while we were on vacation. Oh, gosh. I feel like I know what's coming. You and I had a, a little discussion about Disney princesses. We did. Yeah, we did. And we have a disagreement on Disney Princess. Yes, we do. And so um, I suggested that we (laughs) do our pros and cons on our favorite Disney Princess and have Stephanie decide the winner. Right. But unfortunately, she is in Japan. Yes, she is. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. So, I think you and I should make our arguments, pros and cons for our princesses, and then have our audience, our cultists, decide who is the better princess out of Ariel from The Little Mermaid or Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Let's do this. So, I'll say the winner will be... Whoever has the most, and you know what? I'll do a poll. Yeah, do a poll. I'll do a poll. We'll do okay. a poll on the website, and we'll do yeah. a poll on the website, and whoever wins wins. I think it's fair. Let yeah, the, it's fair. We'll put it. We'll put it to the jury of our other cultists. Okay, cool. All right, I will let you start. Okay, so uh, this is take two for us because of issues. So, so we've had this argument once, but I we think we have. But I will say after we finished. And that evening when we were done and I was back at home, um, my first pro point that I was making was that her nipples are always stimulated because the starfish. Because remember a while back you had shared that thing about the starfish mouth to my page on Facebook. But then it occurred to me, she wears seashells. She doesn't (laughs) wear starfish. But I didn't even, I know this. 
So I have a look right there. I have a coffee cup right there. Seashells. Right, seashells. Seashells. And, I knew that. And see, I never look, so I never thought. I I, never you said look. starfish, and I'm like, and the whole time I'm thinking it's also their their butts too. Oh, that's weird. So it's their mouth butt. <laughs> their mouth butt. And so. So I I'm going to scratch that. All right. And so then what I I it bothered me so much after I realized that that I went back through my timeline to where you had shared that. I was like, no, I swear it was Scotty. That shared that with me. Yes, I did. I and remember. you did. Yeah. And it looks, it doesn't look real. It looks like it's a, Photoshopped. yeah, like some sort of new, it, anyway, so um, I will be scratching that. All right. So that's my fault. That's, well, I mean, I use it as a fact without but double I, checking. So I didn't mean to trip you up before we had this argument. <laughs> so I will politely put that out. I will, um, I will strike one of mine. Okay, okay. So, uh, she's the only princess of another species. True. She's half fish, half, well, half mer person. Uh, no, she's, she's independent. No, she's, not, she's a mermaid. That's, that's another species. That's not human. You're right. Uh, she's independent, adventurous. She's always positive and optimistic. Uh, okay. She showed that following your heart and being different is not only okay, but encouraged within her viewers. So I have to skip some of these because I did a lot of facts about the movie and apparently we're just doing... No, no, you can do facts about the movie because the judge is not here on this take. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Sorry, so Steph. <laughs> her movie was first. So I feel like that says something. All about right, the fact so, that so I, I'm, gonna, I'm going to object to that because okay. it was not... Was All right, it? 1989, was, it, right, it was first between these two. It wasn't the first one. Though. No, I meant between us. So I don't think because you got to go first doesn't... I, I object to that counting. Fine. I'll scratch that one. I'm just saying. I'm, ju- I'm just saying. Okay. I mean, right. Snow White fans may have a problem with that. I apologize to all of the Snow fans. Uh, Ursula. I really like this fact. Ursula was based on a drag performer named Divine. Do you know Divine? Not from this. Her name was. No, I didn't. No, her name is Divine. Uh, where did they find? I forgot to write down. Not I, the, know, not I know things about divine. The divine in this? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I do not. So divine is a a, a, a famous. I guess I mean drag queen. I guess is maybe the proper term. I, I don't know. I mean, it, I mean transgender maybe actually the, the more proper term now. But uh, she was uh, was from Baltimore. Okay. And uh, she was friends with John Waters. Oh, uh, John Waters. Yeah. And they did a lot of John. They did a lot of movies together. Really? Including Hairspray. She is the first Edna Turnblad. And really? Ha- yeah. And so that's where... How fun. Right. So that's... that's a, So all Edna Turnblads are based on originally the, the core is Divine's performance. Is Even that... Even when I did, I put some Divine in it. That's amazing. Yeah. But I, when I saw that fact, I was like, that's great that they did that. Uh, so I had wrote that down. So Ariel's body and personality is supposedly based on Alyssa Milano's body and personality. From like, who's the boss? I don't know. Because uh, that's what show she was on at the time. But potentially. That's interesting. Um, but that came up a couple of times when I was looking up facts. Uh-huh. So uh, I thought it was interesting that her dress at her dinner with the prince was pieced together from all the previous Disney type princesses from before. So there would have been... Snow White, Aurora, Cinderella. She was the first heroine to have bare midriff and display cleavage. 
in a Disney thing. Uh, my the first Disney princess to have siblings. Just that's it, you know, family. Do you, do I think that's a positive fact? Is no, that no, what no, you're about no, to ask? No. Do you think that's true? Well, technically, Snow White had siblings. No, but technically, Cinderella does too. She has three evil stepsisters. Uh, so, yeah, so both of them. But they, they weren't like... It wasn't Snow White the one that... No, she had to run from her evil stepmother. She didn't. No, she had to run for the queen. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was... Because the queen was like, who's the fairest in the land? That wasn't her mom, though. That was, was their the step... Yeah, it, was it wasn't a, her mom. No. I like that it's always step parents right, yeah. that like are terrorizing. Yeah, it's, uh, like, uh, even Disney back then was like, the step parent did it, okay? Um, well, because it's it's really weird. The majority of the Disney princes are from, you know, orf, not orphan homes, but like, you know, the mother's died or the father's died. I mean, it's kind yeah. of, there's, there's, that's an issue. Or the, in like Cinderella's case, the father and mother are dead. Like there's no this. issues until one of your parents dies right. and then another one comes in right. and then villains. Um, I don't know. I, I Growing up the way that I did, I suppose that. I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that because I mean, I have step siblings, and I they're they're siblings. That's me. what I'm saying. Like we, I had technically two siblings, also, two step and a half, right. but it was just brothers and sisters. Right, right, right. I like oh. how it's it's funny how on take two we're so much nicer to each other. We are. Oh well, God, the first one it was like we <laughs> it was, were, it was like we were boxing guys. Like we said one thing, the other person scoffed and rolled their eyes and. So I will, I'm going to scratch that one too. But uh, the final scenes are influenced by Die Hard or is the final scene is influ- where they're fighting Ursula. And that was like the person that worked on it came in after seeing Die Hard and said, we need more Die Hard. And based that on that part, thought that was fascinating. Uh, so are we still doing negative facts? Yeah, we are. Okay. But, but let me, let me, okay, let's, hold on. Let me do my positive on Belle first. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me make sure I'm finished. Hold on. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think I'm good. Uh, she's just all around fantastic. All right. Okay. My pros on Belle. Do it. First of all, <laughs> Belle <laughs> is literate. <laughs> She can read a book, (laughs) and that's she can read so well. She's basically I meant to bring. She's basically a witch. (laughs) Um, she doesn't let the haters get her down. Her first song is full of haters. Everyone don't like Belle except Gaston, who just wants to better. But no, he only likes her for her looks. Well, he's handsome. He's a playboy. Right. Right. And a good hunter. <laughs> you know, provides the best meat in one way or the other. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. He also has a really good song in the movie. He does. I like I like Kill the Beast. It's a fun song. I mean, it's not a fun song, but it's a great song. It's a good march. It's a fun song. Um, So she doesn't let the haters get her down. She doesn't want a provincial life. She doesn't want to be the housewife. That's why she still lives with her dad and reads all her books and does all the cool stuff she does. Um... She sacrifices herself and her freedom for her father. Her dad's. That was in, the other fact I forgot. To her, okay, her, go ahead. Her, her, she's like, I got you, Daddy. You, cause you're an old sick man. I got this. You go and you do you. <laughs> I'm gonna go hang out with the smelly beast guy. Um, 
Bill did not lo- uh, literally not only save the beast, but a palace full of servants. So so Chip can be a real boy instead of like a messed up coffee cup. He was the cutest coffee <sighs> cup. He's so sweet. I, can I sidebar this for a yeah, yeah. Let's do this. How much therapy do all those service right <laughs> right to be like so why are you here today i was a cup for 50 years <laughs> right like, i was just in cup form right, and now i'm six and i don't know how to do and i try to walk but i hop everywhere i don't what are legs <laughs> uh every time i try to take a drink i try to pour it on my head <laughs> <laughs> i keep turning my head so my mom can feed me. me right <laughs> and that's just weird <laughs> um don't let me get get started with a toilet plunger. <laughs> oh, oh gosh! I wonder, did they even have those back no, then? No, but I was just, you know, being crude. Um, that would be terrible. I think she's open minded because she reads all those books and she's like, "Well, if I'm going to be with a beast, I'll be with a beast." Okay, all right. So those are my pros. All right, my turn. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to throw down the obvious Stockholm syndrome. Okay, against Bell, we're going we're doing the against now. Um, she has no skills besides reading. You don't see her do anything except hand a tool to her father and read and then just be at a castle where she's cared for by people in object forms. Wait, doesn't she clean up the beast? She, okay, so she knows how to bathe. <laughs> bathe a beast. She's not independent. Do you, do you know how to bathe the beast? Yeah. I don't know how to bathe the beast. I mean, your children don't count. <laughs> I don't know, Scotty. <laughs> They're kind of beastly. <laughs> I feel like I could learn how to do anything. So well, She could do. She reads books. She's basically a witch. And she she bathes him. No, no, she doesn't bathe him. She bandages him. Okay. First aid. She knows first aid. Yeah, but her father's old and frail. She's had to obviously. She's bandaged him so, at some so point. I, I argue she knows okay. skills. So she obviously wants to be a housewife because that's what she knows how to do is read and do housewife things. So that okay. still goes against All your right. thing. So oh, hold on, hold on. Okay. It's okay to be a trophy wife. <laughs> She's got what she wants. A house full of weird servants. And, <laughs> and books. And and a huge library. And then she just has to service the, <laughs> the bees from time to time. I don't think that's a bad deal. So anyway, everyone yeah. caters to her. And she she can't do anything by herself. Why is everyone catering her? What is that a bad thing? Because she can't. It's like she has to be cared for. She's not independent. No, 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 no. She. I think she's more independent. I don't she took think care so. of her dad. No, and I. That's the other thing too. Is I don't feel like it was so much as a selfish, selfless act of her releasing her father as it was. Oh, I can't go back by myself. How am I going to take care of myself? You go back, and I'll stay here because at least here. I won't have to worry about taking care of myself. Did she run away and then like was to make sure her dad was okay because she does but just attacked by wolves and not the Tin Man. She's got a heart. I'm just saying. So, um, and on the flip side, by the way, she may sacrifice her freedom so her dad can go, but Ariel sacrificed her voice to go be to her own married. person. No, no. no, she's living her life. She loved this guy. She didn't go to get married. She went to get him a kiss. She doesn't, so she could become a person. She she's not she's not in love with him. She's infatuated with him. Well, yeah. she doesn't know she's him. She's a teenager. It's called lust. Mm-hmm. Uh, Puppy love. So uh, she Belle back to yeah to, yep daydreams constantly, but you never see her actively going after her dreams. She just daydreams about him. Whereas Ariel 
went out and got the things that she wanted. She wanted legs, and she went and got her some legs. And if it cost her voice, one of the things that she loved and valued, she gave it up so that she could do the thing that she wanted. Anyway. To get married um, to a land lover. But my biggest thing, and I feel like it's the biggest argument against your biggest thing, is can she do anything but read? So she can read. Reading's important. Reading is important. And I love to read. I love to read a lot. This is pre-Terra France, so... But your big thing is she's literate. You don't know the area was ill illiterate? Illiterate, yes. right? That's the word. Not, <laughs> as soon as I started to say it, I was like, that doesn't sound right. That's not, right. Not a good word to stumble on when we're no, talking about. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. In fairness, it's been a long day with my kids today. But the point still stands. You're just assuming Ariel can't read, but you don't see anywhere that she can't. You ready? Do it. Are, are you, gonna... Do you rest your case? <sighs> Hang on. Let me think. Oh, one more. You said that she went and saved a whole castle and the beast. Right. Not one time did she ever actively bring up or try to do that. It just coincidentally happened. So does she get the hero aspect of saving the whole castle when really she was just like, oh, I just love you because you captured me and you were here for me and I need a man. I like how that's different from... (laughs) Ariel and Eric, by the way, but I'll, I'll talk about that. In okay. Because so so first of all, uh, and the the biggest one I think is that Ariel is inconsiderate. So she got these million sisters right who have worked really hard on this choreography for this her grand debut right. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't show up? Ariel because she's hanging out with Fland, Flounder and Scuttle and trying to figure out what. Scuttle. Dingle hoppers are and stuff instead of you know look you and I are both in theater we've done enough shows together and we've we've both rehearsed on things and wouldn't you be upset on opening night the lead doesn't show up I'd oh be I would definitely be Sebastian in that so I, I would, would I'd right. be upset so, yeah, yeah. so I'm just saying inconsiderate inconsiderate terrible mm. oh she should have a better father take nope. care of her you nope. know what I'm saying. Um, so just being warning all the time. It's a weird crush on the statue. She's infatuated with this guy, and the statue sings, and she's all like, <laughs> "I love the statue." Sings about it. It's crazy. Um, she's easily manipulated by an evil-looking eel. Like that eel, like up to trouble. She was trying to get out of a controlling situation where she wasn't allowed to live her life. So she's gonna go evil. She just wants to get away. She's young. She doesn't know what she wants. Desperation. She wants the pretty man boy on the boat. <laughs> If humans weren't shown as such a terrible thing, she wouldn't have chased it that hard. Um, she can't read. She can't read. You don't know that. Yeah, I do. She You're didn't read the contract. Who reads contracts? I can see on the contract. Who reads contracts? On contract? the contract itself, it says, for all eternity. Who she was like, reads oh, contracts? I don't know what this says. She knew in her heart that she... She just drew her name and was like... Could she, get this guy to kiss her. And she would be safe. But still, you, you don't read all your contracts. No, but I'm, okay. I'm, I'm saying she didn't read this one at all. I don't Because she can't read. I can read. <laughs> she can't read. She can read. She can't read. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, You're just assuming she can't read. She can't read. I have proof. She Did you see how beautiful her handwriting was? Because she's royalty. She knows calligraphy. She's like... She's got to... Uh, she has to understand shapes and meanings to uh, letters right. and... Okay, Basic lo- forms of communication. Of people who can dr- draw their name but can't read. She that's, can read. That's how people got got around in the old days. She can read. And she didn't know her letters. Are you lettered? Um, 
she doesn't listen to her friends. So Sebastian or Flounder, she doesn't really care about. And she only pays attention to this enabler bird who literally gets everything wrong. Because he's the one that gets to travel between the two worlds. He gets to live outside of where she's stuck. everything wrong. She doesn't know that. And she only hangs out with him because he tells her what she wants to know. Oh, this is a cool thing and blah, blah, blah. He doesn't know. But she doesn't know that he's wrong. If you're learning something for the first time and someone tells you something that can go over there, you assume that they... She's naive. And and like at least when Belle gets married and does her thing, at least there's some good that comes out of it. Ariel just gets married. That's not true. Okay, we're not bringing up sequels. Yeah, she has beautiful it, baby, but we're not gonna bring that up. No, but she is, makes her, the land and to? sea happy together. Her father accepts the fact that humans aren't all bad and they live in harmony. And a rainbow appears. A rainbow. Catch the rainbow. So if you think uh, Ariel is the better princess, you can vote Ariel on our our post uh, on our point. And if you think Belle is the better princess, which you should. <laughs> I mean, whatever. She just you can vote for Belle. And we'll find out next. Uh, Manipulated into a situation with a beast. We'll we'll we'll, we'll start all with the she's next. got as a book. That's all she's got. She's got lots of books. Yeah, that's that's it. Ariel got legs. Belle. She's got like, legs. I'm just gonna dream about all the things that I want in life, but I'm never gonna go out and get them. She doesn't have. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who are you to define her happiness? Who are you to say that Ariel is being a terrible person? <laughs> Because she is, she's inconsiderate. She doesn't give a flying flip about her family or what their, you know, her family's wants, desires. And she's like, you don't know the history of their family. Her sisters might bully her constantly. You don't know that. I don't. You're just assuming but, that but this is a loving group of people. I'm just showing there has to be something going on because there's a lot of choreography involved. <laughs> We're just talking about the beginning still, <laughs> right? I'm just saying there's a lot of choreography. They don't really put have the sisters much in it. No, they don't. Right. I know there's no. more in the animated series, and I, I knew there were animated sequels, but I haven't seen them. I remember there was a cartoon. I watched a few episodes. There's So they made this, it's the, my least favorite, Little Mermaid. It's Ariel's beginning, and it was like you have Ariel, uh, or excuse me, The Little Mermaid, The Little Mermaid 2, which has the baby in it, and then, was there a third? Is it a fish baby? No, the third is Ariel's beginning, and then that, uh, no, it's Melody. She's like a mix between Eric and Ariel, and it's actually a really great movie. And the beginning song <laughs> is see how she, so amazing. You see how she lit up. <laughs> the beginning song is amazing. Um, but then there's Ariel's beginning, which takes you back to before the first movie, and it's about how Triton um, bans singing. And, and you pretty much learn how her mom died. And the sisters are all in that. And on honestly, Ariel's not considerate of them then either. Like she sneaks out in the middle of the <laughs> so night all the time. Pattern. She's she's definitely the baby I, of the family. I, I, I definitely won't call that against you because I've not seen. I've only seen Beauty and the Beast, and I'm not seeing it. There's sequels too, and I've not seen their sequels. So like the Ariel's beginning was the worst one, but that's the one where the sisters are in it more, and you learn. Ugh, the table sticky. Children, uh, you learn about what happened. Right. Humans killed her mom, which is why her dad hates humans. And then he shut down music. They weren't allowed to sing at all. Because he at so all. sad. Mm-hmm. So they, her and Flounder would sneak away to this club in a cave that was hidden. And guess who was one of the like singers in the front? Sebastian. Yep. Look at me learning, knowing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got this. Yeah. 
So um, you can vote. Yes, please vote. Uh, we, I love Stephanie, but she was a little bit biased on hers. <laughs> she told us the week before, she, I'm just going to vote for Belle. And then was like, I'm going to try to look at this from a different, from a bias, a non-bias. Stephanie's was like judging. I don't know what oh, that yeah, is. She was like, I'm going to try to be open. <laughs> oh, you're going to try to judge? Like, as a judge? <laughs> try to judge. And then she gets done and, yeah, I'm going with Belle. Yeah, well, yeah, mainly because yeah. she like, likes Mulan. By the way, the trailer for Mulan looks amazing. Yeah, it so does. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, so can you name all the Disney princesses? Um, I can because I wrote them down from okay. the accidental first take. That's fine. Just go ahead. And... Um, so we've got, <clears throat> they're not in order. I can try. All right, can okay. You try it in order. How about that? Okay. Uh, Snow White. Yes. I couldn't figure out what that was. It's Ariel. Uh, it's Ariel? Or it's, was, it's Cinderella, isn't it? Yes. Cin- so Snow White, Cinderella. Now it's either Ariel or Sleeping Beauty. Which one's older? Sleeping Beauty. Then that's one I would pick. Okay, so Aurora. Correct. Uh, Ariel. Yep. Belle. Yep. Jasmine. Yep. And then um, Pocahontas. Yes. Yes. Mulan. Yep. Rapunzel. No. Really, Merida yep. came before Rapunzel. No. Oh, I don't have the the other one. Shoot. Hang on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Moana was the other one. Right, but she's also newer than... Right, but I don't... Like, I have all the other ones crossed off. I have Snow White, Cinderella, Aurora, Ariel, Belle, Jasmine, Mulan, and then the last ones... uh, Pocahontas, I skipped that one. Then the last ones I have are Merida, Rapunzel, and Moana. You skipped one. Remember, we struggled the other... Well, you two struggled with the last one last time we took this. (gasps) Oh, Tiana! Maybe I didn't you. write that down either. I did a terrible job taking notes. Racist. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I'm kidding. Whoa. She's my favorite feisty one. She, I okay, like. so Tiana. I really, I really like that movie. Tiana came before Rapunzel? Yes. Interesting. So it would be Tiana, Rapunzel, Merida, Moana. Yes. There Moana. There you go. There you go. Um, it's hard. So, uh, but... We, so when we did this before, we struggled with the fact that we listed off the Frozen sisters, right? Um, Elsa and Anna, and they're not, um, they're not princesses, and they're not. And we'll um, explain that in a minute. And Le- uh, Princess Leia not. isn't considered, even though they're part of Disney now. Who was the other one that we? Well, we'll talk about it in a second. Okay. Um, I, I want to want to point out something. I can do. Um, um, I have a weird connection with Rapunzel. With a Rapunzel? No, R- Rapunzel. Actually, with I went, Rapunzel, actually, okay. I actually went to school with a Rapunzel in the elementary school. Anyway, um, years ago when your your oldest was very young, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I had, uh, when we were all living together in Fairhope, I had babysitted a couple of times, and we watched Tangled a lot. and that was, Is it that old? Right. and so, Yeah, it is that old. Oh my gosh! And so uh, I had ne- I'd never seen it, and so and she was really into it, and so I fell in love with it from the first song. I love Tangled. Tangled is great. Tangled's oh, great, and I love. I really, I really like where do my where does my life begin? It's one of the best Disney songs I've ever heard. Okay. And it's literally on my playlist on my YouTube. That's adorable. And so it comes you're up, so cute. It comes up randomly, and I'm I'm singing along with it because I love Rapunzel. So there we go. There's it. But I have the criteria for a Disney princess. 
Would you like to hear it? Yes, please. So Disney princess must be female. Oh, I'm, I'm off to a great start. I'm about to be a princess, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you must be human oh. or look mainly human. That means Ariel's included, but not Nala. That's the other one too, Nala. Yeah, Nala. But now here's the interesting thing. Would she still have been included if she didn't get married? Because she didn't look human. Right. So, but she was a mermaid underwater. No, no, no. She mainly look or look ma- mainly human. Okay. So. All right. Um, and um, I think Nala is a princess anyway, because she's either uh, Mufasa or Scar's daughter. Right. Right. We avoid the last cult meeting, which yes. That, so, um. She uh, she must be from a Disney or Pixar film, which is animated. So all the people who said now that uh, Star Wars is owned by Disney and Leia's a Disney princess are now disappointed. Uh, Giselle from Enchanted was considered a Disney princess for a little while, but she didn't make the list because she's um, live action. Yeah. Um, the movie has to have a cinematic release, so not a sequel. So poor Mel- Melody from The Little Mermaid 2, Return to the Sea. I guess Melody's the daughter. Melody's the daughter. Right. So I she- wanted to name Mackenzie Melody, by the way, fun fact. Why didn't you do it? <laughs> <laughs> for like in-law reasons i, I was told it was childish it's your daughter i don't know i know should have done it should have committed just change it now <laughs> i will she would love it the lead uh character as a the lead character of the film aurora and jasmine were not the protagonists of their film so there's some leeway on this this uh um this uh include excludes kita from atlantis lost empire and because she's not the main character she must be born a princess, married a royal, or performed an act of heroism, which is how Mulan is on the list. Get it, girl. Unofficially, there are two other conditions. Uh, both, she must be a film that was successful at the box office. That's why uh, Kita from uh, from Atlanta. So I've never, did you ever see Atlanta's Lost Empire? I have, yes. I've not seen that one. Really? It's a fun little movie. Uh, and uh, it also it must be from a film that's not too successful, which explains Elsa and Anna. See, that to me, that... <sighs> That still annoys me. I, that's not cool. I, I understand marketing reasons why they do right. that. And so for, for, for the cultists at home, the reason why they didn't do it, Frozen is such a dominant marketing power that they can sell Frozen stuff on its own merit. They're pretty much like, we don't have to give them a title, guys. Right. And Look so, at this. Right. And so the Disney princess is a marketing tool. And so you group all the princesses together so you can sell you know, princess dolls. And... Uh, so there's some weird things too, like in the early artwork for the Disney princesses, they're they're all not looking at each other, so not so a princess would not be seen as greater than the others. So they're all equal, but they're all weirdly not looking at each other. It's the marketing stuff. Yeah, this is crazy stuff on that. That's deep. That is deep. That is forethought right there. Disney princesses get coronations. You, yeah, you were saying that. That's yeah, all of them have had coronations except Moana. Uh, and there's no explanation why they didn't have it. So, the early the early ones all had them at one time when they announced this program. I think the program started in 2008. So, you know, all the princesses up to I guess um, Mulan, like ha- Snow White, Cinderella, yeah, all had all this coronation them. at one time. And then they would, when Tiana came up, they made her a princess and did a coronation. And then, you know, um, Murda and um, I'm forgetting one, Rapunzel, mm-hmm. and they all had coronations. But poor Mulan, they're like, nope. <laughs> We don't want to do this anymore, guys. We're tired. It's probably that, or you know, depending on interest of the children. True. But that's some crazy Disney princess. Facts. You think it's because she's little? No, because she grows up. She's still a kid, though. So I've not seen it. Oh, it's a good movie. I went to look for it on Netflix. It's no longer there. 
Oh, we might. I think we have it. So. I think. If we do, you can borrow it. And I would borrow it, but then your daughters would be like, mm. we want to watch it no. now. They're, right now, they're stuck on Monsters, Inc. And when they get stuck on a movie, it happens for about a week. Right. And then they get to another one. So you'd probably be good for a while. Maybe. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, I was going to say something about the princesses, and I forgot. But going back to the, the Elsa and Anna thing, I, I understand coming from a marketing selling point of view. Like, if they can make so much money off... For example, if you have a collection of princess dolls that you're going to sell for $50, but then you can also sell Elsa and Anna for $50, throwing them in this other collection is a waste of money because you could get that for them by themselves. I get that. But to be like, they don't get this title because they're too famous is obnoxious. So I would give Anna a princess title. And Elsa's a queen. I would give Elsa a queen. She so had the, her own coronation already. Right. right. In so the movie. The queen, but there's none of them are queens, right? I or, feel like that should be noted is that she's a queen. So. I mean, they all get married. Yeah, and eventually, I guess they can become well, royal. Well, I say that a lot of them get married. I'm saying they yeah, all get but married. But I guess eventually, eventually they become royal. I mean, they're like, you know, when you know, who are the king and stuff dies and the princes all get elevated. Yeah. I don't know. It's just an interesting thought. It is interesting. Well, that's about it for the show. However, uh, we have a movie next week. I'm getting some really strange readings in here. A missing crew. This place is a tomb. DJ, where are you? An infinite evil. Sin has been beyond the boundaries of our universe. Who knows what it's brought back with it? Vacate! I want off this ship. You can't leave. She won't let you. Event Horizon. Rated R. Uh, we have a uh, we have a special guest because Stephanie's in Japan, and so uh, miss you. She will join us for the next cult meeting. So this is Scotty saying, "This is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours." Good evening. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.